looking to accelerate your acting career, to stand out from the pack, join host Frank Fawcett as we ignite your acting career. Hey, this is Frank from the Ignite Your Acting Career podcast. I want to invite you to enroll in the Ignite Your Acting Career acting course. It's an online course, self-paced, where you can get into my head, understand what it takes to be an actor in this modern landscape. Learn from me from the 20 years experience that I've had in this business and Give yourself a competitive edge. Look in the description. That's igniteyouractingcareer.teachable.com. Hey, it took me $90,000, probably more than that, to get the education that I've got. And because of the power of the internet, you'll be able to get this information at a fraction of the cost. Please don't hesitate. Sign up for the Ignite Your Acting Career acting course. What's good? What's happening, fam? Ah, man, I've been, I've been in, uh, anyway, let's just go. What's up, y'all? It's Fawcett Media back with another video. Today, Will Smith's Oscar slap is impacting. It's impacting his movies, y'all. I told you so. Go look at my old videos. Go look what I wrote. I literally told you this was going to happen. And I don't know what's going on with YouTube. Millions of people have been following and interested in this story. But for some reason, they're not seeing what Fawcett Media has to say about it. Well, some people are. <laughs> so I've noticed... I've noticed my my, my uh, talking points in other streams, but it's cool. It's cool. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am Fawcett Media. I'm a 20-year entertainment professional. I'm an actor, writer, producer, and director. And I kind of have a good... How do I say this? I have a good vision for how things will play out within this Hollywood industry. And, you know, that might be why people aren't seeing my video necessarily. But anyway, let some more people get in here. I need to make sure everything is running properly. Um, how y'all doing? Please, uh, you know, let me know you're in here in the chat. You know what I mean? And uh, we're going to get into it. Because uh, it needs to be talked about. Will Smith. His Oscar slap is impacting his movies going forward. And let me let me update this thumbnail too, if I can. Give me one second. Because they're hating on your boy. <laughs> Wouldn't be nothing if they wasn't hating on your boy. Ain't that right? Damn, I ain't getting no views on that. My bad. This is this is upkeep, but there's a lot of moving pieces right now, so uh, you know, bear with us. But let me just tell you, while I'm while I'm doing this, because uh, this is important. You know, we've um, we've never had a moment like this. We've never had a moment like this in in recent recorded history because. Because PR teams and Hollywood uh, insiders are so good at hiding this type of intrigue. We're seeing it play out in a way that we've never seen in such a big stage that it's like, it's huge. It's huge. You know what I mean? So a lot of uh, what we're seeing is not necessarily um, how things normally go. Normally, uh, actors, pro 
behaving badly don't normally uh, get this type of, you know, they, they don't get this type of direct response to what what is happening. You know what I mean? Like, they don't get this type of direct, uh, I don't know what you would call it, instant gratification of the moment. Like, you don't get to see an instantaneous crumbling in our face because like I said you got fixers like if you even think back to the story that came out that said Chris Rock had apologized to Jada for making an inappropriate joke and it's never right to make fun of anybody who might be going through something this was put out most likely all alleged I don't have any facts y'all I'm just I'm just a simple simple uh YouTuber right (laughs) but it's probably put out by Will's PR team. And I think people missed that. People went ahead and reported on it and they said, oh, well, Chris already apologized for it. So everything's cool, right? He didn't press charges. He apologized for it. So obviously he's admitting fault. That's an old play from a playbook. You just put out what you want that person to have said in opposition to what you're saying, you know, as a team. So that is... That's where we're at with that. So, um, but over the last, the course of the last week, because, you know, Oscars were uh, last Sunday. um, We've seen a lot of developments that are a little shocking for someone like Will Smith. Will Smith right now has um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, uh, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. 50 projects in development. Now, they're all in various stages of development. So what that means is some of them could be just a script. Some of them could have set up offices and they're in pre-production. Some of them could be an idea on a napkin somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, let's just be honest. It could be like... I got this idea. I always wanted to play Nicky Barnes. Well, Smith wanted to play Nicky Barnes. So he set up a movie and somebody pitched him something and was like, why don't we make a movie where you could play the infamous drug dealer from Harlem, Nicky Barnes, right? So not only does Will have 50 movies in, pre- in various forms of production, the ones that are closest to being to starting production are now being pulled back. They're starting to be um, they're starting to be postponed, pushed back in the schedule, and some of them are outright being canceled. So that's that's a bad sign for what Will is going through. And I gotta say, if you look back at my videos, you will see that I predicted that something like this would happen. Because although Will Smith produces his own movies, he has a problem when uh, in distribution, there's always that added level. He's got to have strategic partnerships to get his films to viewers like you. I mean, unless he's going to upload it to his YouTube channel, which we've seen that happen, too. But you take a hit when you start doing independent content and just directly to consumer in the uh, in the YouTube sphere, you know what I mean? What up? JT Coin Rings. Welcome, welcome. Yes, uh, JT Coin Rings says, is the Netflix movie a Fast and Loose remake? It is. That movie has been postponed at this point. Fast and Loose was a film that Will Smith, and I was going to get to this, Will Smith is producing and was going to star in at Netflix. And Netflix has already pulled up the brakes. Well, If you know, one of Will's biggest successes of the last few years was a sci-fi film called Bright that was at Netflix, right? So 
Bright 2 was also one of the films that has been listed as a potential uh, new film for Will to come out. So all these films were in the hopper, basically. They were being prepared to, to be to be worked on, in, like I said, in various forms of production. And that film, Fast and Loose, was next up. It's done right now. Until further notice. So, you know, what I'm seeing is there's a possibility. What Will has in his favor is intellectual property. So he's got these 50 films that are in various stages of pre-production. Um, he could always recast them and still maybe maintain a position as a producer. But as far as um, actually starring in them, which was his main reason he was able to produce films, uh, he's going to have to he's going to have to back off on that. He's going to have to at least postpone it because his his situation ain't right. You know what I'm saying? We can we can all say that. So yeah, he's he's basically dealing with um, the possibility that his films could be postponed indefinitely, right? So um, that's bad. That's terrible. So anyway, about ten seconds after Chris Rock joked that Jada Pinkett was going to be in GI Jane two at the 2022 Oscars, the energy of the ceremony shifted. Will Smith. Strode across the stage, hauled off, and smacked Chris Rock. Well, as he smacked Chris Rock and went on to win the Oscar, which we all thought was normal, he was the front runner. And, you know, it should have been a momentous moment. But at that moment, I saw a lot of his opportunities fade away. You know, it's it's rough being a black man in this business. I'm going to just come out and say it. It's rough being a black man in this business. It's so fragile. The line that you have to walk. Now, of course, the Internet has given us all a bit more um, self-reliance and, you know, motivation to go out and create but with somebody like Will, who has been in a traditional system for the longest, A-list actor. Oh, my sound is going in and out? I know what it is. Give me a sec. For him to be... For Will to be um, A-list actor as he is, there's, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of, oh, thank you, J-Biz, Masterpiece, Music Life. Yes, thank you, thank you. Let me see if I can make that chat bigger. You're good now, thank you. <laughs> I had to change it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, so now, um, I was saying, Will, producing his own films has a, a bigger obstacle in getting distribution, securing distribution. So he had a great partnership, like I said, with Netflix because he had one of their most successful films, which is a sci-fi film called Bright, right? So Bright has a sequel that's in the 50 films that Will has actually got um, coming up in pre-production, various forms of production. And now that is in jeopardy, Right. Because not only that, you got the film Fast and Loose that's also in jeopardy. I mean, that was supposed to go in production like soon. And um, so, so yeah, the reverberations of that slap are just, they're just, it's tragic. You know what I mean? Like, and it's going to be, it's going to be something that's going to last for a long time. You know what I mean? And it's not just going to be fluff pieces. It's not going to be. What did they call it on Twitter? Uh, uh, <laughs> they had a funny name for the think pieces. The stink pieces. It's not going to be a bunch of stink pieces. It's not. That's not the only way Will is going to feel this. It's going to hit him in the pockets eventually. And yeah, you say Will has $250 million or whatever the number is. More money than whatever. So he could just squirrel it away and go, go play something else. But Will's not a quitter. 
And he's also, he aims to please, right? So he's going to try his best to keep this thing going, keep this, keep the lights on, really. Um, yeah, if I move this over, I might be able to turn that back on. So, yeah, so he's got some decisions to make here. So uh, Fast and Loose, uh, let, me, let me read a little bit about Fast and Loose if I can. Fast and Loose, he's the producer of it, and he's going to play a role called John Riley. A leader of a criminal organization suffers memory loss from an attack. He reunites with his crew only to find that things aren't what he thinks they are. Very, uh, very interesting. JT Coinring says, did his wife throw him under the bus? You know, um, I heard roughly what Jada said in response because I haven't been 100% on that side of it. You know, the, the story's moving so quickly and then, you know, people are just running. But I, I don't think she necessarily threw him under the bus, but there are things that she could have done to, to, to make the situation better for him. You know what I mean? Just being by his side at that moment it wasn't enough for her to just be quiet and, and demure and, and, and take it. There should have been some reach, at least an attempt to reach to stop him. But she was laughing after. She was pulling one of these after Chris Rock got smacked. Maybe she thought it was a bit too. I mean, I know people haven't shot Jada any bail whatsoever. But yeah, it's a... Uh, there's a possibility that, you know, she she could have done more. Let's just say that. And now that, you know, the other shoe is falling, as they say, um, it doesn't seem like there's much she can do except for use her, maybe her Internet platform. But I know they're, they're on radio silence right now. Their PR team has them not posting a thing. I think Willow posted a couple things. Jaden posted a couple things and they were already just like, no, don't, don't post anything. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, a, I don't know if she specifically threw him under the bus, but she could have done more to, um, to alleviate the situation. Cause like, it's not just her, his bag that's getting messed up. She's about to lose everything along with him. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Quiet is kept. That might be the best thing for him. You know what I mean? Like, they like to keep it interesting, right? <laughs> they like to keep their relationship interesting. But um, so not only did we, which JT Coin Rings brought up, thank you. Uh, we're losing the movie Fast and Loose, but now Bad Boys 4. Martin Lawrence being postponed. Now, I, I told you I predicted this. I literally called out the name of that movie. I said, now nah, he's messing up Martin Lawrence's bag. He's really about to mess up Martin. And Martin hasn't been, you know, Martin hasn't been doing a bunch of films. So the fact is, like, you messed up his one opportunity to come back in this era, you know. Of course, he's a comedian. He can always go on the road. He's got a lot of money, too, so he's probably chilling. But that's another project that Will has to look at. And so you go down the list of these 50 films that are coming. Because I'm going to tell you another film that nobody I know is talking about here. And I don't know what the development is. But Will had another Hancock coming out. Hancock 2 is coming out. He has the rights to do another a sequel to Hancock. See what I'm saying? Like these big... Franchises that he's been a part of are all were all coming up, and they were going to culminate after he wins this Oscar and he has this meteoric rise. All of it's gone. All of it's gone. At least for now. Now I did, and I'm gonna make another prediction. And maybe Will Smith's team will watch me. Obviously, you know his name's in the title. But uh, if he's gonna go for the bad guy, he might as well. Embrace the darkness. Embrace the darkness. You got guns and you got butter. And you got butter and you got guns. And you got butter, butter guns. <laughs> 
You got guns of butter. What up, Vaughn Bryant? What's good? What's good? Peace and blessings to you. But you got guns. So anyway, long story short, Will Smith is a bad guy. Let me look directly into the camera. It's now time to do your training day. It's now time to do every evil role you can think of. And I know he's done a couple in the past few years, but that that is the only way out of this that I see. Other than uh, short of doing something with Chris Rock and and like basically going on an apology tour, because right now the studios are stepping away from Will Smith. And that is not the position to be in right now. You understand me? So, yeah, there's things that can be done. But Will got to he got to understand there's a there's a price to be paid. Oh, and oh, yes. And Hollywood's coming to cash that check. But yes. Embrace the darkness. Will Smith as a Sith Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like there's got to be some like. You know, and I I don't even know if Will can pull that off. You know what I mean? Like, I know he's a good actor, right? He's a great actor. But he got to embrace this slap a motherfucker in the face type energy uh, if he hopes to navigate this. Not necessarily in real life, but it's in the movies. He got to make some choices. And, you know, I guess Hancock was kind of, you know, bad, but even that was still too playful. You gotta go dark. And so in this list of films that are still in pre-production, he's got a planes, trains, and automobiles remake uh coming there. Um he's gonna do the Alchemist. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still kind of doing Will Smith stuff, and like he needs to go more into this the council movie, which uh let's see. This is the movie where he's going to play Nikki Barnes infamous Harlem drug dealer from the 70s and um, yeah, yeah who who was in and out of jail and you know we're, they were calling him Mr. Untouchable at the time but we kind of know why <laughs> we kind of know why he wasn't, he wasn't standing up let's just say that he wasn't standing up you know, hey, he wasn't a stand up guy hey do a mafia movie. <laughs> What's the black equivalent of a mafia movie? And I guess it would be the Nicky Barnes movie. Like The Council, you know, it was about the group of drug dealers that got together in New York during the 70s. And they agreed that they weren't going to impede on each other's territory and they were going to go up against the mob, you know what I mean? So yeah, that that is if he's got that in the in his lineup for the next few movies, he might be good. He might be good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Vaughn says he acted out foolishly. There's definitely a price to pay. That's a fact. Yeah, man. So he's the only one, and his company's doing it, but that's through Netflix. And already, like we said, with Fast and Loose, Netflix has decided to pull some of the money and postpone the production until either this all blows over, which... It's hard to believe it's just going to blow over. This is like the Oscars, man. You know, the moments that happened in the Oscars in the 70s, like, um, like um, what is it, Marlon Brando declining to accept his award and sending a, a Native American man up there to accept his award as a political statement. Like, that stuff is etched in our mind. And guess what? The slap from two last week <laughs> of Will Smith slapping... Chris Rock is going to be etched in everybody's mind for years to come. There's still people talking about stuff that happened in the 50s at the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? So this is kind of new territory. We've never even seen this. And, you know, we're going to do it. Let's see what uh, Von Bryant, he should just sit back and ask himself, was it worth it? Yeah, that's a fact. Was it? Was it worth it? All these people that are like, oh man, he's standing by his woman. He's standing up for his woman. It wasn't worth that. Oh yeah, JT Coin Rings. I mentioned that last episode. 
uh, last show. John Wayne was trying to come on stage during a uh, presentation. <laughs> I don't know the, the specifics of it because it was before my time, but yeah, John Wayne was definitely trying to come up there and and get his get his words out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so Will's got some decisions to make, and like I said, he can he can walk this. And I'm gonna give you the worst part of this. Um, cause those aren't the only films. Like there's been probably three or four films that Will had in production. Best actor coming off of best actor win. Like that were in pre-production already ready to go that now have been canceled or, or postponed. Let's, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah. So CAA the other day came out and, and expressed, that they considered, or the Daily Mail reported that, and you know, Daily Mail hit or miss. All this is alleged. All this is alleged because CAA has already walked it back. Um, the Daily Mail said that the bosses at CAA, which is Creative Artist Agency, is one of the biggest agencies in the world, probably the biggest. Um, they were split on whether to keep the actor on their books after the Oscar incident. Um, division reportedly exists between um, Brian Lord, Richard Lovett, and Kevin Hugh Vane, who run the company. Uh, internal debate has been an open secret among industry insiders following an oceanfront retreat last week in California with 100 entertainment execs. So, see, they're even they're even getting together as 100 industry execs to to decide the fate of this one actor very powerful actor also a producer you know what I'm saying um yeah so CAA um this is this is like I said this is reported by Daily Mail bosses at Will Smith's talent agency CAA are divided over what to do uh with the Oscar winner following his shocking on stage slap of Chris Rock at this year's Academy Awards. Smith smacked the comedian in the face after he made a joke about his wife's hair. Jada Pickett has been open about her struggle with alopecia. La, da, 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 da. The incident immediately thrust CAA Chiefs Brian Lord, Richard Lovett, and Kevin Huvane, who represent countless A-list stars, like pretty much all of the A-list stars are at CAA now, because they just merged. I believe with ICM. Uh, let me make sure. I, I'm pretty sure it was CAA and ICM that merged. So these are the these were already two of the biggest agencies, and now they're a conglomerate together. So yeah, you do the math on how much of the business that they actually control, and how many decisions they can make. Where they say that slap was ridiculous. I don't give a fuck who Will Smith is. He's out of here or whether they be like, we got to save our golden egg. We got the top actor in the world who just won a best, best uh, actor uh, Oscar. Let's see. What do you say? Will he do? Will he just do his own movies and partner with Byron Allen from distribution? Um, That's a possibility, but. You take a hit when you do something like that. Now, I've been a supporter of Byron Allen. Um, you know, he's done some some great things on the independent side. Um, he's got his company called Freestyle Releasing, which is a uh, um, they're acting as a distributor, but they've yet to really get their biggest hit. So, like I said, somebody like Will Smith could raise the profile of a Byron Allen, but. You know, as far as like getting the necessary people to kind of get together and support your projects, it's going to be harder if they put the word out that this is persona non grata, that Will is no longer allowed to be uh, A-list celebrity star. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a grind either way, but. It's definitely going to be harder, even if he goes independent with somebody like Byron Allen. Although Byron Allen caught a good one with Open Water. Um, it was like a kind of shark film. I didn't see it, but it was so under the radar that nobody knew it was even a black man running this company. And so shout out to Byron Allen for getting that one over because they made, you know, a decent amount of money on that. 
Um, and it performed well. So, yeah, that's a good question. I, I wonder what Byron Allen is doing now and, and where Byron Allen is on this. Because does Byron Allen like say, hey, you were fucked up. You know, you shouldn't have slapped. You shouldn't have slapped Chris Rock. I'm Chris Rock is a friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. So, so though though it's an opportunity, and Byron Allen is a businessman, um, I don't know if it, you know, is a. I don't know if it's a a, a secret out. You know what I mean? Yes, that's right. JT Coin Rings. He almost got Birth of a Nation on a bid at um, Sundance when they were going, and I I still don't know why Nate Parker made the decision he did. He went through Fox, and they just really. They, they flubbed that release of Birth of a Nation, let me tell you, man. Um, because what could have been, you know, like, it was the talk of the town at the moment. And um, what could have been such a great acquisition from Sundance and such a critical success uh, just kind of got, got pushed to the side. It was almost like they acquired it just to, to bury it, you know. So... Yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing about this. You got to make the right decision when that comes up. You're right. He used to be a stand-up comedian, exactly. So he knows he knows Chris Rock most likely. Chris Rock been around since 1980s. Like for sure, Byron Allen has some type of relationship, whether good, positive, or negative, with Chris Rock. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, okay, so, um, yeah, so this is kind of speculation, and like I said, uh, CAA insists that there's no truth to the fact that they wanted to axe Will Smith. They wanted to take him out of the company completely. Um, they've denied the reports. Yeah, JT. Yeah, it was definitely Fox. Fox was, um, they acquired it for so much money that they just outbid Byron for the hell of it. Because, you know, when you got billions and billions of dollars in your budget, you know, you can outbid a regular person. But the fact that Byron was there pushed the price up. So I think they got to maybe I think they acquired it for maybe twenty seven million dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Wealth of useless information up here. (laughs) Why do I know that number offhand? Why do I know how much Birth of a Nation was acquired for in 2018? Let me me see if I'm right on that. 2018, 2017, right? Let me see. Let me see if I get it right. The year of birth of a nation. Which, you know, and that's the other thing about birth of a nation. I think it suffered in its production value, too, because of that acquisition. It should have went back into um, editing after they acquired it to bring it up to a different standard. Because I think what happened is they left it as it was in um, 2016. Oh, it was off by a year. My bad. My bad. But it was, I think the, and Anjanou Ellis was in there too. So Anjanou Ellis, shout out to her. Um, excellent actress was up for an Oscar. And her whole moment got, I mean, it was so terrible what they did to her. They they put the best supporting actress the first award up. And I think they traditionally do that. But they just gave it to the girl from uh, West Side Story, which I turned off because I couldn't get through it. I'm sorry, Steven Spielberg. Maybe one day I'll be in the mood and I'll watch West Side Story. But I know Anjanou Ellis ripped her performance in King Richard. I knew Anjanou Ellis in New York. We went to the same school. Same grad school in New York, NYU. And and she was always around. Brilliant actress. I've known she was a brilliant actress since the early 2000s. And, like, it's so funny to see these kind of trajectories. And, and we don't even know what impact that'll have on her, man. Yeah, Vaughn Bryant says he tried to watch it, too. Couldn't get through the whole thing. <laughs> and, you know, like... I, I, people shit on musicals all the time. I, I like musicals every once in a while, but I could not watch uh, that one in particular. It was just weird. I was like, is this like, is it period? Is it? I don't, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. And, uh, you know, shout out to them. So I don't know how good that chick did, but it was just like, come on. Come on. Ingenue, I know, rocked her role 
in the best supporting actress in probably one of the best movies of the year, which was King Richard. And just seeing her, you know, get robbed. Look, now, the good thing is, now she's in that discussion. But like I said, does this Will Smith issues have any impact on her going forward? And I hope not. I hope not. So like I said, she's a sweet woman. Um, excellent actress. Like, if I had to do a one-two, Viola Davis, Anjanou Ellis, like, that level. She got that. She got that speed, like, all day. I saw her on Broadway. I saw her off-Broadway. I've seen her in movies over the years. And she's never been given an opportunity to really just jump out there. But she's already getting... Um, well, she played She played in that... Oh, damn. What was that movie with uh, the gospel... Gospel singing family. Um, somebody in the chat. Um, let's see. It was uh, Ingenue played in. Well, of course she was an undercover brother, which we all loved her in that. She was she was banging. <laughs> I was like, and she was in Lovecraft Country, right? You see, you see, she, her stuff is just building. You know what I mean? Um, the Clark sisters. She was in the Clark sisters. She played the mother of the Clark sisters, right? So this is the first time the Clark sisters movie was the first time she um, got to play this kind of matronly, motherly role. And like I heard, she ripped that. Um, that's another one. I didn't have the service at the time that it was on. It was on like a a specific network that I didn't have on my. Amazon Fire Stick. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta revisit that. But her going into bigger opportunities, like this Oscar nomination is supposed to be a trajectory. And honestly, like I said, I think it's better that she lost. I wanted to see her win. I wanted to see her win. Oh, Von Bryant said, yeah, she did an excellent job. Great movie. Yes. Um, Wonderful, wonderful actress. The Book of Negroes, which my mother loves. She loves that film, uh, of course. But over the years, she's just been popping up in things and killing her little role. But I'm telling you, she got exactly what Violet Davis has. And she just needs the opportunity. You know what I mean? She's solid. And like I said, maybe one and two. Because Violet got a couple Oscars already, right? <laughs> Violet Davis is chilling. Um, so it's not a competition per se, but, um, yeah, she definitely, definitely is on her way to making some, some new, new classics. Knock on wood. Cause like I said, now everybody, like the whole movie, like of King Richard has been marred by this specific incident. This one second of smacking somebody in the face now is the legacy of King Richard almost. It's I mean, even my damn. I didn't even think about uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, man, Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo Green, who uh, directed the film, is uh, the brother of a guy I went to school with. So he was he was around too back in the day, and like just brilliant. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know how he didn't get a best picture, uh, a best uh, director nomination, and the film got nominated for best picture. You, so you see all the web of destruction that comes from Will Smith and that one moment of ego. For whatever reason, he decided to do that. It just it's reverberations throughout his whole web of influence now. So like even Ronaldo might face something. It's like you've got an association with Will Smith. You that's your guy, right? That's your guy. So now you gotta stand with him, you know? Or you can be like, fuck him and then, you know, never work with him again and, you know, maybe never get another opportunity like that again. You know, it's 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 a shame. It's a shame. So, um but yeah, I'm a little off track. Let me see. I So yeah, C A I C M major, major agency. Um they're denying reports that they talked about it, but they talked about it. <laughs> what are we going to do with Will, y'all? This is looking bad. Hold on for a second. Jesus.
But yeah, what are we going to do with Will, y'all? What are we going to do? Viola Davis, triple crown winner of acting. That's right. I think I think Viola Davis has everything but a Grammy for EGOT. You know, the EGOT is the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Viola Davis is three to the four. Like, Whoopi's got it. Um, I think John Legend's got it now. John Legend actually is an EGOT winner. But it was like, and LeVar Burton, it was LeVar Burton, one of the guys? No, LeVar Burton doesn't have an Oscar. But yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's a rarefied air around these beautiful actresses, beautiful black actresses that, that um, is now, not Viola. Viola doesn't suffer from that, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Vaughn says, I think it'll all blow over. It's going to take a while, though. Remember when Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Um, has Tyson recovered from biting Holyfield's ear? No, he did what I said Will should do. He should become the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Embrace the darkness. Like I said, Will's got to do his training day. And perhaps that's the Nicky Barnes movie like that, that was uh, scheduled. But like I said, it's going to take a lot of independent financing. He's probably going to have to go overseas and get some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm telling you, some of these other Asian countries probably don't care that he slapped Chris Rock or the Middle East. A lot of people in the Middle East got a lot of expendable cash. So that could maybe pad the fact that he's going to have to look to non-traditional sources to to get get it done now, you know what I mean, and um, you know it's unfortunate. Like I said, you could have made a different decision. Don't you could have got up and just screamed, just scream at him, express your displeasure, say some bad words, pay the FCC fine, and get on with your day. Go win your Oscar. Once you put your hands on that man, you got problems because now you're looking like. You're looking like a security risk. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be hard to insure you. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you are, you're the top of the the, the the call sheet. You know what I'm saying? So now you can't do bad boys too because they like, oh, you can haul off and smack somebody on set. Now, who's to say Will wasn't smacking people this whole time? <laughs> so I heard some things. He's all alleged. Will... You know, because, you know, someone, another streamer brought it up, too. Like, yeah, people get into fights on set. Emotions of raging. You know, some people are better at controlling their emotions. And, like, you know, they, they bring up, like, Steven Seagal got into a couple scraps. You know, he was always trying to use his martial arts on people. <laughs> and Steven Seagal, you know, big dude, he's like, kind of slow. He's like, my martial arts are effective. So I must use them at all times. So, yeah, he would try to, like, he would get into an argument with people, you know. I ain't going to get into Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal got some serious allegations out there. Allegedly. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, it's it's a bad situation, y'all. But uh, let's see. Um the discussion spilled over into a leadership retreat. Okay, so they had a leadership retreat already assigned that they were going on probably at CAA. A hundred talent agents and talent executives just so happened to be at the same place at the same time. And this happens. So, yeah. And, I mean, a lot of them probably came to the Oscars too, but right after that, they had a retreat. They're like, we got to get a what are we going to do with this situation? Inter oh, these are people from different companies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Hollywood is so small that doing something like this, Will's like, well, Netflix doesn't want to deal with me. Screw you. I'll deal with this point. Netflix has talked to this company, has talked to this company, has talked to this company. They all talk. They all talk. So it's hard to get business done if everybody's 
viewing your name in a negative light. You know? So, um, also just impacting the agency's decision in its prior association with the Grace Producer. This Grace Producer, it's a snowball effect, Vaughn Ryan, yes. Also impacting the agency's decision, this is a reason why they have to be careful, uh, is their prior association with Harvey Weinstein. So they got to be careful. They took a lot of heat for hiding stuff. All this stuff that's been going on for years with Harvey Weinstein has come out in the past few years. Like, they got so much so Harvey's in jail right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, at least I think he's in jail. He didn't get out for um, for the thing that happened in the past two years. <laughs> I'm just called the thing. <laughs> I, I definitely don't want to bring this stream into that uh, into the crosshairs of YouTube. But yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they've got to deal with the fact that they used to represent Harvey Weinstein, and now they've got to deal with this. Of course, they're built for this. This is kind of what they do. They're supposed to be able to um, navigate the waters. Yeah, you understand? So they should be able to, you know, back in the day, in the old Hollywood, you'd hear scandals. And they be covered up. This type of thing happens in our face. And then we've got the internet to, to amplify that and make it worse. You know, because what if the only feed of the Oscars was the American feed? And there was a quick will walking up on stage. The delay was cut. The stream was cut. And we don't ever hear Chris Rock's rest of his joke. We just go on and we see Will win this Oscar. If we didn't have... The foreign press in the in the Oscars, like we wouldn't have even seen the unedited cut of the slap because they could have easily just blocked it out. Right. They could have been like, got that, got that because um, they were going to cut it for language either way. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't cut somebody out on national TV. Let's just say that. Well, you can. <laughs> we'll try it. Um, but yeah, you know, so um, so yeah, so they had this retreat up in uh, I bet you they were up in like Malibu or somewhere. Um, where did my story go? Okay. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, the Harvey Weinstein thing is a reason why they're not they're they're handling things a lot more carefully. Also impacting that uh, Lord reportedly wanted to remove Smith from CZ. Oh, they they calling out names. Oh, excuse me, Lord. This is all Daily Mail. I didn't I didn't say it. Lord reportedly they don't represent me anyway. <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna say something in this stream, and, and I'm gonna get a meeting with CAA next week. They're gonna be like, Hey Frank, listen here. Will Smith got in a lot of trouble. We want you to be the next Will Smith. I'm, I'm gonna be like, Yes, I'm all ears. Ha <laughs> ha! What did Chris Red do on SNL? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's my Will Will Smith? That is fantastic, <laughs> fantastic guys. I'll definitely do it. <laughs> um. Oh man. Ah, oh, you you want me to? Ah, oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> you want me to do it? I'll do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk this shit and, and I'm going to get a meeting with CAA, the first one of my career next week. And a God, watch. Though he appeared uh, frazzled, and this video will be private at that point, um, Love It, meanwhile, wanted to keep Smith on board. So Lord um, wanted to remove Smith. Love it. Wanted to keep Smith on board, though he appeared frazzled by the entire episode and the subsequent fallout. Insiders told the publication, "It appears that Love it came out on top, and that Smith will remain with the agency for now." A spokesperson for CAA denied any divisions within the agency agency ranks, telling the David, "How do they know it wasn't? You know, of course, you got to wait a decision. You're like, are we going to keep him, or are we going to we going to kick him to the curb? You know what I mean?" So a spokesperson for CAA denied any divisions within the agency ranks, telling the Daily Beast 
There's no truth to any of it, and it simply never happened. Well, the talent agency can look to history for lessons to how to deal with the fallout. And this is what I was talking about. You know, like there's ways that history can teach us what the proper play is. You know what I mean? Which way you want to take this. Um, WME dropped Mel Gibson in 2010 after he was caught on tape saying the, the N-word during the traffic stop. We, we all forgot about that, right? Oh, I forgot. Mel Gibson out there. Yo, he was talking to his baby mama. I hope you get raped by. I hope you, I hope you get R worded by a pack of N words. Damn right. Monetization, Frank. Monetization. Damn. Um. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Uh. In 2010, got. Caught on tape during that, during a traffic stop and several other infractions. And we've just about forgotten of it, about it. Mel Gibson is still in movies now in a different capacity. He's directing films still, not at the same level he was, but he's still able to make a living. Then they also, uh, WME also dumped Brett Ratner and Brian Singer over misconduct allegations. We'll just leave it at that. They were of a sexual nature. Just going to leave it at that. Um, Megyn Kelly was also dumped by CAA after the former Fox News anchor defended the use of blackface while live on her NBC television show. Um, Yeah. That was that blackface incident. They dropped her over the blackface incident. I remember that. And, uh, yeah, you should have got dropped. <laughs> you should have got your ass more than dropped. Anyway, um, former Fox star Bill O'Reilly was also dropped from UTA, which is another agency, United Talent Art Artist, um, following revelations that he had paid $32 million as part of a settlement of one of a number of sexual harassment claims. Yes, let's see. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you, Vaughn Bryant, for... I'll catch you on the next one, man. I'm about to wrap up here shortly. I've been cooking for about an hour. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I noticed most of my audience is on the East Coast. I thank you all for rocking with your boy late at night. I'm on the West Coast out here. We still... It's still... It's still daylight outside. <laughs> no, it's 1049, so... Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, CAA has a history of having some controversial figures and dropping them. You'll see a lot of times when when actors or producers or directors get into something, first thing you'll see is their management and agency will drop them. So then they're kind of left to their own devices. The PR team will sometimes leave them. They're like, you didn't listen to us. You're doing something that's outside of our scope and we can't fix it. So peace. And that's when things start going bad, you know. It's unfortunate that, you know, you don't have real riders with you. You know what I mean? Oh, Vaughn Bryant? Oh, you're on the West Coast. All right, that's what's up. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said that last week, I think. Yeah, man, what's up? Welcome to the coast. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, agency or not, Smith is facing a production backlash over his outburst. With his upcoming Netflix film, Fast and Loose, and Bad Boys 4, both being put on hold, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Fast and Loose was originally uh, to be helmed by the Deadpool director. Oh, this is funny, too. David Leach, Deadpool 2 director. and uh, But he had withdrawn from the project a week before the Oscars. Talk about timing. He was like, I, I got a feeling they about to cause some chaos at these Oscars. <laughs> I need to get the hell out of here. David Leach ain't no fool. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, source told THR that both Netflix and Universal had been competing for a new project from Leach, but the traditional studio appealed to him more than the streaming platform. So they were going to go with Universal. So Netflix, Universal. Also, Will has another film that was at Apple. 
can't quite think of which one it was that has been postponed. Maybe they'll mention it here in a second. Uh, following the loss, Netflix started urgently searching for a new director to take over on Smith's project. Now, who's going to run into that dumpster fire? Who's going to take the directing job for a film that has a current Oscar winner that is embroiled in so much drama? And it's just a slap, right? But the damage has been done and it's going to be hard to fix it. You know what I mean? It's going to be, it's going to be difficult to fix it. JT coin ring said, Damon dash. <laughs> what about Damon? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Damon dash has some issues too. Um, shout out to Damon dash. <laughs> you saying, you saying Damon dash can produce the movie. <laughs> oh, he could direct the movie. <laughs> Yo, shout out. Dave actually directed paid in full, which is really good. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken. He claims to have done a lot on Paid in Full. He produced it. But Charles King, I mean, um, Charles Stone directed Paid in Full. Let me let me get it right. But, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, you're saying he'll direct it. No, I don't think Dame, Dame's uh, studio approved just yet. So no, no disrespect, but I don't think Dame's studio approved director just yet. He got to keep he got to keep making them. You know, what I mean, he just needs to direct some more, you know, and, and at a high level. I'll just say that if that's what he wants to do, he's got he's got so many other businesses um, following the loss. OK, after Smith shocked audiences at home in Hollywood when he slapped rock, Netflix opted to put his film on hold. Uh, Smith had also been de- developing Bad Boys 4 for Sony, but a source told THR the project was also on hold for the time being. Star had already been sent 40 pages of the screenplay as Sony was eager to capitalize on the success of Bad Boys for Life, which grossed $204 million in box office in 2020. Have I even seen the new Bad Boys movie, Bad Boys for Life? I don't think I've seen it. And it made $204 million, which... We're in the billion dollar blockbuster era. Two hundred four million is money back. It means if you spent two hundred million to make the movie, or maybe they spent a hundred million to make it, they just getting their two hundred. You're just clearing out the books. We're profitable, you know. Uh, oh, here it is. Smith still has the Apple TV film Emancipation, which I think was currently shooting at the time of the Oscars. Um, either in reshoots or in principal photography uh, is set to be released later this year or or right before the Oscars because I think a friend of mine was up for it which could provide a look into the actor's popularity and effect on his projects following the Oscar incident so yes based on the performance of Emancipation which you know we're going to see if we can look at Will in the same light and, and lose ourselves in Will playing another character. I think it takes place in like uh, right, right, right at the end of slavery. And it's supposed to be an epic, sweeping story um, that tells us uh, that Will Smith is one of the leads of. Let me let me get the um, synopsis um, because yeah, once again, all the people. Okay, so it's in post production. So he made it. He made it on that one. <laughs> Apple has enough money to push things through if they want to. You know what I mean? Oh, Antoine Fuqua directed, right? Um, a runaway slave forges through the swamps of Louisiana on a torturous journey to escape plantation owners that nearly killed him. Sounds good. Sounds like a good project for Will. Would have been a great follow-up to King Richard. You know what I'm saying? It would have been a great moment for Will Smith to jump out there and do something like this. And now, yeah. Yeah, there it is. 90 million to make Bad Boys 3. Yeah, exactly. So they just made an additional 110 million, which there's also, this is what they don't tell you about making films, is that once you get your budget back, you also have to spend millions on 
promoting the film. So there's a world where they say that extra hundred million isn't profit. They could cut it in half or even worse, say they spent a hundred million dollars promoting Bad Boys 3, Bad Boys for Life, which I didn't see. And I'm probably a prime demographic for, for seeing it because I remember going to the movies to see the first and second ones. So, yeah. So, yeah. So this film, Emancipation, was supposed to be a great opportunity. Um, oh, $426 million worldwide. Okay, so they made a little bit back in the, in the foreign markets. Yeah, that, that's where it's at. But you got to look at it. Marvel movies are making a billion dollars. That's that's the the bar now. You know what I mean? Like so you know, Hollywood's like if I can make a billion dollars on a film, I'm probably not going to settle for 426 million. It's a success, obviously. But it didn't seem to make will pop back up to that top of that A list again. So, you know, like I don't know if they still considered it a success. 90 million budget, 426 box office. Yeah, I mean, it made his money back, which is why he was getting more movies, which is why he has 50 movies in pre-production in various forms of production, you know? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, a lot of great people have opportunities on here. I, I recognize a few names. Apple got that bag right now. Well, I'm, I'm writing stuff right now for Apple. <laughs> I'm about to send everything to Apple because I just heard something today that just blew my mind about how much money Apple is really putting into uh, original content. You know what I'm saying? Now they do like kind of boutique stuff and they get like one star or a couple of stars and they put them together in a project. And, And if you don't have the service, you don't see it. Right. And people haven't really gained respect for the platform of Apple plus cause it's not, it's not as good of a value even as a Netflix because Netflix is giving you back catalog plus new content constantly. And it's millions of movies over there. So the thing about Apple is they're giving you, they're giving you bespoke product at this point. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get a, a Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston TV show on Apple Apple T- Apple Plus or whatever. Is it Apple? Not Apple Plus. You know what I mean. Apple service. <laughs> whatever it's called. Apple TV. I got the damn thing and I don't watch it. Apple Plus TV. Is it called Apple Plus? Apple TV Plus. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this film going to... Apple, call it Emancipation, which I know they spent some money on. If I had to guess, another $100 million film. Um, that's going to be the deciding factor of whether or not Will is solidified and if he's going to go forward as as Will Smith that we've known to, to come to know and love. So, anyway. Um I think I've just about covered it. Those were the main films that got um, got um, axed. But let me just tell you about something. If you look in the description of this video, there's a link there for my acting course. I have been acting since I was 16 years old. And I've been in the business professionally probably over 20 years, right? Not to get my age away. But so I've started to compile all the information that I have in here to give to you. It's called the Ignite Your Acting Career Acting Course. Several videos that I've put together in a course. Link is in the description. Please, if you know anybody in your family that wants to be an actor, I'm telling you this is going to be valuable, valuable information you to impart to them if you want to be an actor i know there's several people that i know here on youtube that are doing uh voiceovers or acting this will be wonderful information for somebody like that it'll take you to the next level it'll keep your third eye open you'll be able to talk about these things and 
navigate your career in a much more succinct way. Trust me. Frank did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So anyway, get the Ignite Your Acting Career acting course in the link in the description. It should be the first link up there, y'all. Anyway, it's been great. Thank you all for joining me. This is Fawcett Media. We'll catch you on the... Hey, this is Frank from the Ignite Your Acting Career podcast. I want to invite you to enroll in the Ignite Your Acting Career acting course. It's an online course, self-paced, where you can get into my head, understand what it takes to be an actor in this modern landscape. Learn from me from the 20 years experience that I've had in this business and give yourself a competitive edge. Look in the description. That's igniteyouractingcareer.teachable.com. Hey, it took me $90,000, probably more than that, to get the education that I've got. And because of the power of the internet, you'll be able to get this information at a fraction of the cost. Please, don't hesitate. Sign up for the Ignite Your Acting Career Acting course.